Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. What a week, right? It's been, a, it's been an interesting week to say the least. We've had beautiful weather all week. Um, looking forward to a beautiful day today. want to thank those of you that are participating in the um, uh, scavenger hunt, and there's still time to do that. If you want to do that, um, let our youth director know, Abigail. She'll be glad to connect you with that. I know a lot of people um, have already um, been a part of it. I'm looking forward to doing it this afternoon with our family. Um, it's a good opportunity for you uh, to do something, get outside of the house, and what a beautiful day to get outside of the house, isn't it? I can't thank you enough for being here, and I want to remind you that we're in this new sermon series um, called Philippians, finding joy by where, or finding joy where we are by living faithfully, by being encouraged, by reaching our goals, and by rejoicing always. And if you remember last week, we talked about um, living faithfully by leaning in and trusting Jesus and surrendering our lives to Jesus and, and really leaning into God and, and saying that we surrender to you. And if you remember, I gave you a prayer to pray for the next 30 days, and I've kind of reminded you um, through our social media of that prayer. If you um, remember the serenity prayer that's attributed to Reinhold Niebuhr, it's there in your bulletin. But I, I invited you to pray this prayer every day as an opportunity for you to find joy where you are by doing those things, living faithfully, by being encouraging, and by reaching our goals, and by rejoicing always. And I have to admit, as I prayed this prayer this week, sometimes I prayed it um, at a specific time in the morning, or sometimes I prayed it um, when, I was, when something difficult was happening, like when um, on Friday when we were doing, um, when I was preparing dinner, I was smoking uh, chicken, and um, my smoker um, short-circuited, it blew, uh, blew up in essence. It didn't like blow up like explosion, but um, definitely heard a pop and the heat went away and I panicked a little bit. And, and I, just, I just uttered those opening lines to the prayer. God grant me to accept the things I cannot change. So I went into action and we got the, got the meat in so we could finish the meat and, and it was good. Um, it's not as good as it would have been had it had the last like 30, 40 minutes in the smoker, but uh, nobody got sick after eating it. So I take that as a good success. Sometimes we have to find joy in the midst of craziness and chaos. That's where we are right now, aren't we? We think we jump back to that Exodus reading that I read for you today. And, and the Israelites were walking through the desert and they were like, man, Moses brought us out here to die. And they were complaining. I mean, you know, if you've been in the desert as long as they had it by that time, you'd be complaining too. And when they noticed they started running out of water, things got a little rough for Moses. And what did Moses do? He cried out to God, didn't he? God gave him an answer. It, could you imagine if God just came and said, hey, hit a rock with your stick and uh, everything will be all right? Some of us would doubt that, wouldn't we? But Moses lived faithfully. He did what God asked him to do. And sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need just to live faithfully by opening ourselves up that we are capable of providing God's transformation through us. And that also works on us. You've heard me say, may God work on you and through you. Because when we allow God to do that, it no longer becomes about us and how we feel. It becomes about us trying to be the people who God created us to be, to engage one another, to love one another, to care for one another. 
And all those other things, whether it's your football team, whether they won or lost this week, or, or maybe they didn't even play this week, or, or those other little things that really don't mean a whole lot. If we surrender to God, we really see where God is calling us and leading us to do justice, to let, act mercy, and to walk humbly with God. And then our scripture reading today comes from the book, uh, is from the letter, um, Paul's letter to the church of Philippi, Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. And I want to invite you in to get your Bibles ready to read this, but before we read this, let's pray. Gracious and ever-loving God, come. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. Glory be to God. Come. And as the scripture is read and, and we meditate on that and as we take our notes and, and as you come and fill our hearts with your peace, Lord, help us be holy. Help us see that transformation begins when we let you in and we respond to the action in which you call us to. And so, Lord, as the scripture is heard, may we be transformed by it. In your name we pray. Amen. Hear now these words from Paul, chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort in love, any sharing in the Spirit, any sympathy, complete my joy by thinking the same way, having the same love, being united and agreeing with each other. Don't do anything for selfish purposes, but with humility, think of others as better than yourselves. Instead of each person watching out for their own good, watch out for what is better for others. Adopt the attitude that was in Christ Jesus. Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a slave and by becoming like human beings. When he found himself in the form of a human he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God highly honored him and gave him a name above all names, so that at the name of Jesus, everyone in heaven, on earth, and under the earth might bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my loved ones, just as you always obeyed me, not just when I am present, but now even more while I'm away, carry out your own salvation with fear and trembling. God is the one who enables you both to want and to do act, and to actually live out his good purposes. I'm going to continue on. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. So that you might be blameless and pure, innocent children of God, surrounded by people who are crooked and corrupt. Among these people, you shine like stars in the world because you hold on to the word of life. This will allow me to say on the day of Christ that I, have run, that I haven't run for nothing or worked for nothing. But even if I am poured out like a drink, offering upon the altar of service for your faith, I am glad. I am glad with all of you. 
So you should be glad about this in the same way. Be glad with me. This is the Holy Scripture for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. I want you to be encouraged a little bit that God is doing amazing things in this world. And you know how I know that? There are people who are being fed and taken care of through our church. You think Feed My Sheep isn't, hasn't stopped. It's still continuing. They're still feeding people. They're still taking care of people. We're still helping people with utility assistance. And, and all those things haven't stopped just because we're worshiping a little bit differently. God is still at work in this world. I, I need you to hear that, that God is still at work in this world because I have to be honest with you, it's a little rough right now. Things seem a little bit dark. But what if we take these words from Paul and we set the example? What if we allow the light of Christ to work on us and work through us? What if we be encouraged by the good news that is that Jesus came to show us what love really looks like? To show us to pray. To show us how to walk humbly with God. What if we surrendered ourselves and allowed God to drive what we do. Could you imagine how this world will look a little bit different? I love the line in verse 13. God is the one who enables you both to want and to actually live out his good purposes. God is calling you to do good in this world. I need you to hear that. God is calling you to do good in this world right now. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You can't control them, as my dad would always remind me. You can only control yourself. And so you want good to exist in this world. You need to do good in this world. It's that easy, isn't it? At least it would appear to be on, on paper. I came across this story this week, and I found it really interesting that um, if you've been through middle school, you know it can be a little bit rough, but um, in a middle school in Tennessee, a group of students took it upon themselves to make sure that everyone feels loved and included. And so they started leaving positive notes written in high and brightly highlighters colored papers through the school hallways and in the bathrooms. And these notes weren't anything profound, but, but just pure, pure powerful. And they would say something like this, if you realize it or not, someone loves you. And one note even read, never give up. And it was taped to a mirror in a bathroom. And another note said, stay strong. And so far, this group of students has left over 100 encouraging notes with more to come. One of the students that was interviewed in this article, um, she was an eighth grader there, and she said, um, it makes all the difference in the world considering the fact that all of us have had someone come up to us and say that that really made a difference. And thank you for that note. And it's just a small act, and the small act just makes everyone happy. You can do that there are ways that even in the midst of a global pandemic that we can share the love of Christ with everyone. There are ways that we can be good followers of Jesus, and it starts with us because that's who we are. You can only work on yourself. And if you model a healthy way of living, there'll be others that want to model that. 
I know that that's how I came to Christ. It was by people modeling a way and a truth and a life that I wanted to be a part of. Because there were other people who were Christians that weren't really modeling a lifestyle I wanted to be a part of. They weren't showing love. But those that were, were I have to admit, it, it, it's wrecked my world. Look where I am today. Never would have thought that I would have been here today. 22 years ago when Christ came knocking, and I said, yes. We have to surrender. God is calling us to do good in this world. He's calling us to do good in this world. And all we have to do is let go of ourselves and be encouraged that Christ loves us. Christ is calling us to be the hands, feet, and heart of Jesus. I love verse 5. Adopt the attitude that was in Christ Jesus. If we adopt that attitude of love and service, we can change the world. And if you remember, I'm asking you to, I'm asking you to pray the serenity prayer, and I'm asking you to really put that prayer in a place where you can remember it and, and dive into it a little bit more. We put it in the bulletin this week, and, and we've been posting it on our social media. We've done that so that way you can embody this and, and find a way of, of finding some encouragement along the way. Because this prayer, man, like I really do believe it is, it is a way of encouragement. It is a way that if we fully take it in and we fully take it to heart, it will change us. And if you remember that prayer, there is that line of surrendering to God's will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you in the next. Enjoying one moment at a time. Find joy in those one moments because even in the midst of a pandemic, there is joy around this world. There are good things happening. Relationships are being restored and reconciled. People are doing the work for the kingdom still. It may look a little bit different. But I do believe that God is still at work in this world. And yes, there's pain and suffering. And yes, there are injustices that we need to work on and we need to fix. But, but we have to model that. We have to be people of faith who say we believe in Jesus, we are following God, and we will even go in the desert for a long time because we believe where God is leading us. Moses knew where they were going. Paul knew that there was a light at the end of their tunnel. And if they fully surrendered everything, we'll be all right. Maybe not here and now, but maybe a time to come. And so I invite you, to surrender. I invite you this week to do good, to do no harm, and to stay in love with God. Because if we do those things, if we do those things, if we take them to heart, we can change the world for the kingdom. And I believe it. And so I'm going to invite you to pray this prayer. I want to, if you've got it I'm in the bulletin, I want to have it sit there in front of you, and I want you to pray this prayer with me, okay? Let's pray this prayer together. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as a pathway to peace, taking, as Jesus did, the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it 
trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. And so this week, church, I want to encourage you to do good, to do no harm, and stay in love with God all through praying this prayer. Because if you can do that, amazing things will happen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.